Hey, welcome to the Scuttlebutt. I'm Rich, Dropping Ink TV, and I have with my get from my guest tonight uh, from New Mexico, a fellow goes by Trapper Adrian. You see him on Facebook. Incredibly talented, uh, artistic man. Uh, his actual name is Adrian Romero, and uh, we're going to talk trapping, and we're going to talk all about that that the incredible uh, art artwork that he does. Adrian, welcome to the Scuttlebutt. Thank you. Great to be here. Uh, when you notified me about it, man, I got pretty excited about it. <laughs> it <was cool. laughs> well, that's that's good. I mean, it's better than, than the other result. Like, oh, him, go away. <laughs> <laughs> so tell, tell everybody whereabouts you're at. Like I'm in New Mexico and it's west central there's albuquerque pretty much in the center a little up and we're straight west of albuquerque uh 70 miles and we're about 80 miles from arizona okay and so what elevation you're at uh, like what's the country look like we're 6700 and it's like a high mountain desert there's you know there's pine cactus uh Set, you know, we, it's kind of a little bit of everything of clay, sand, the, you know, of the dirt and, and there's quite, we're kind of in the mix of lava uh, beds. There's a, oh, that's cool. there's a mount, we're in between two mountain uh, ranges. One's called Mount Taylor. The other one's called the Zuni Mountains. And Mount Taylor is actually 11,300 and it would be i believe the highest elevate uh the highest point in north america if it didn't explode back in the days of a volcano yeah. so it's, it's pretty pretty uh cool out here yeah that is so you're you're quite high then uh you must get some winter there then right yes we're right next to the continental divide so it it, it uh it gets pretty cold we're about the top three the top three lows in in the winter of new oh. mexico and southern colorado okay okay so what do you what, what do you trap for and and tell us tell us your history how you got started trapping uh we trap i trap mostly coyotes and then bobcats and there's a great fox there's the majority is great fox which i don't really want to trap anymore so much because we're always messing up your cat sets and coyote sets uh but yeah those are the three main there's a little bit of coon but not much uh some uh ringtail cat uh those are cool yes what, what are real, they actually I, I they're like related to the raccoon or something aren't they it's i think they're a species kind of on their own um I'm not exact sure, but they're kind of like a a mix between a coon, squirrel, uh, cat. You know, it, they're they're pretty pretty athletic type animals. They're like a even like they're kind of the behavior is kind of like a weasel also. Oh really? So they're they're pretty cool. Yeah, and they're they are mostly in the rocks and and uh, they in, they like the rocks, cliffs, the sandstone around here and stuff. Oh, that's neat. So how, how would you target something like that? Or is it just an accidental? There, you could use uh, the cage traps and it just, 
kind of they're mostly like you said accidental <laughs> yeah. or lucky you know you get lucky um there's some guys that are real good at it and target them and and uh and they're successful in it but i just usually catch them accidental and you know which is great okay they're they're, they're really neat i've I, I always wanted to wanted to see one. I've just seen pictures of them, and and, and yes, like, very nocturnal. Also, You've, I've never seen them out, you know, in the daytime or anything. There, <laughs> it's yeah. like the aardvark in in South Africa. They're nocturnal <laughs> as well. But we're we're there hunting. We're hunting the Kalahari Desert, and uh, I'm riding out in the back, and and we're actually hunting for Steinbock. They're a little little antelope this big. Yes, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I I see something over there. So I tap on the roof, and the and the the pH stops the vehicle. And and I said, I'm I'm not sure. I said, there's a big ear over there. So we go over there, and uh, here it's an aardvark. And that I would see this big pink ear, right? And we, and wind was blowing really really hard, and mm-hmm. uh, we got really close to it before we scared it and took off. Well, when he took off, they are the funniest thing to see run because they're kind of like a big round. Like if a pig was round and then with this big long snout out front, right? <laughs> yeah, stretched out. Yeah, and, and he's they, they've got these great big huge claws, just like spades on the front on their on their feet for digging and that. And he takes off mm-hmm. running it. So the PH says to me, he says, you know, they're nocturnal. I says, oh, okay. I said, I don't know, I've never seen one before. He says, in my whole life, he says, this is the first one I've seen in the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> Before the day was out, we saw three more. <laughs> really? Yeah. He said, I just couldn't believe it. So then uh, that was in 2015, 2019. We're, we're, we're back there and uh, we're hunting in the Kalahari again. I'm hunting for Hemsbach at that point. And I says to Clint, I says, hey, Clint, look. I said, there's an aardvark. And he walks over and he looks at it. He says, are you kidding me? I said, so um, how many aardvarks in, uh, you know, have you seen since we're here? He says, he said, the last one I saw, he said, I was standing next to you. <laughs> so it, it just, you just never know, right? You just yeah, never know. Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Wow, you take with yeah. how many, how many hours and, and thousands of, of miles I make in a year in the wintertime. I'm lucky to see a single Martin in a winter. You know, I catch a whole pile of them. But they're very, very nocturnal. You just don't see mm-hmm. them, right? So, you uh, you target the, the the big predators and the coyotes and the and the uh, cats, and your yes, sir. Your cats would be worth good money there, right? That's that. yes. The the they go from a good, you know, you take care of them, uh, handle them good. They're probably three to seven hundred dollars. You know, that was the last cat I got was a medium sized female. And it went for three hundred, so it's they, they're pretty good. That is that, that that's nice. Uh, we we're too far north for bobcat, uh, and Alberta bobcats, yeah, they probably average two fifty something like that. They we oh. don't have that we don't have that that gray with the really really white belly. Ours tend to be more orange with a with a nice white belly, but the orange isn't as okay. desirable as that as that gray that you guys get over there, and then in yes. uh, wyoming and that kind of stuff right mm-hmm. yes you, real wide valleys that's the that's the money with the wide white valleys yeah yeah and the mm-hmm. spotting yeah i don't know what yes. it is about women and spotted fur huh <laughs> it's just amazing <laughs> but that's that's literally the last spotted cat on the face of the earth that they that you can 
use for fur, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that in our in our links, but our links don't don't have our links have much longer hair, and so you know, the, if if the fur is is combed down, then you see the spots really well. If it's combed up, they, they disappear, right? Because okay. of that long hair, and 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 the lynx don't have as white a belly as as what a bobcat has uh, by any means. Mm -hmm. How do you trap the bobcats? Mostly, I love a rub set, but what? you know we the walkthroughs. I I hardly ever when I target them, I hardly use a dirt hole. It seems like they just uh, walk to it and 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 walk away sometimes you'll get i'll put a, a trap about three feet back and that sometimes gets them but usually i rather that cat you are uh their our terrain is so big that you only get one shot at them usually and then you have to wait another seven to 14 15 days so i want to you know put the best sets for the best chances of getting them so usually the walkthrough or uh rub set is what i really focus on putting out there okay so explain uh, each one of these to us um okay like uh, explain a rub set what, what you're using for lure how it's set up that kind of stuff this is this is interesting okay the the rub set like which is like i say my favorite they're uh usually you'll pick like a side of a, a little a rock or a stump you know a, a knockdown tree at the end of it uh or like like i say a little cliff you know in a wash or something so you'll put about nine inches you don't want to go too low because then you'll want to lay in it and then you don't want to go too high because then you can't reach it so about nine inches or so nine to say a foot you put your lure your rub lure uh and then you'll put either one or two two uh traps underneath it there and usually i'll go four to six inches uh my hands i usually use a lot of measurements you know so yeah. i'll go you know I'll, I'll go from the the where i put the rub i'll go down and then from there my hand right here is four inches so i'll either put the, the trap here or a little out and okay. if i use two i'll put the, the levers the inside levers right under there so each side of the the rub set so and when he comes he'll he'll want you know he'll rub back and forth and usually you know you'll get him that way well that's really cool i mm -hmm. i'd never i'd never heard of that for of course we, we have a very very different train mm -hmm. um, i i know that the lure that i use for for links, they want to rub rub themselves on it. But what is your lure? What what, what is your lure that induces the rubbing? I usually um, I don't know if you heard of Wayne Derrick. Uh, he's here from New Mexico, Southern New Mexico. He's 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 been trapping way over since I've been alive, and I, he has a rub set, a rub lure that he has as Pecos Valley, and man. I don't know if I've ever missed a cat. <laughs> I might have missed a cat, but I never. He never hesitated to hit that that set. You, no you know, kidding. To rub against it, yes. Well, that's that, that lure is awesome. Yeah, he's he's he was he's his whole life is trapping. Uh, you know, he's a lure maker. 
Yeah. Uh, he was a government trapper. He traps year round for far, uh, ranchers. So he knows he knows his stuff. So that's the lure, the, the rub lure I like to use. Well, that's that, that's cool, and I, I I I love to learn about those things. I mean. I, I know that people have their secrets and, and, and they don't want to give up their secret. And I understand that. I just want to understand, right? Like, uh, <laughs> what is, what is the one asophidia or something like that, that they put in the canine, especially for coyotes? Um, um, I think it's called asophidia. Something, I, yeah, I heard of that. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I don't know what it does or what it triggers in them. I, I'd like to be able to talk to somebody just to understand it. That would be really cool. But the stupidest thing for wolves, cheese oil. Mm -hmm. <laughs> really? Cheese oil. <laughs> <laughs> brings them in on a string. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we have a lot of good lure makers that, that, that make um, wolf gland lure, right? So they okay. use the actual glands. The one guy actually got in trouble because U.S. Fish and Wildlife was buying this from them because it works so good, right? both in Alaska and Montana and, and Idaho and that they're, they're buying this wolf gland lure from. And then all of a sudden it came, you know, uh, CITES and that got all excited at the border and says, well, does that have animal parts in it? He says, well, it's wolf gland lure. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like, they, they were going to, they wanted to, wanted to arrest him and everything. And he says, well, he says, you can, uh, you can uh, arrest my, uh, my friends at uh, U.S. Fish and Wildlife too, and, you know, because they, they're the ones that have been importing it. So it got a lot, it, it kind of went around and around, got a little excited for a bit, and then, and then it, everybody just backed off, and it's like, well, it's not yeah, like we're, it yeah, we're not, <laughs> it's not like we're exporting uh, ivory tusks off of elephants or something, it's, you know, <laughs> lands off a wolf. You know, how yeah. silly, you know how silly things can get, right? You know, mm -hmm. like we just we just wander out there and gone. And it's like, so on your the walkthrough, talk, talk to me about a walkthrough. How, how you how you do your walkthrough? Usually, I'll put you know a bunch of trees cut up, or if I find rocks, just try to narrow down their path where they can't go around it. And I'll usually put the 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 trap, of course, in the center, and a bobcat, his, uh, his stride is usually nine to 10 inches from step to step. So I'll put the trap in the middle and put sticks or little rocks where it narrows down, you know, the pad where he has to step. And then on each side of the trap, I'll put, put uh, sticks, mostly, you know, little sticks where it's about nine inches on both sides. So where he's stepping on the, here, he'll have to step where he's comfortable, where he's always, you know, stepping at the nine, 10 inch mark and then. Okay, okay. So this is a blind set then. Hey folks, Rich from Trapping Inc. TV here. And it's no secret that I'm a big fan of coffee. Our friends at Old Smokes smoke roast their coffee beans over wood fires. You have no idea how good coffee can taste until it's smoked coffee. Did you know that studies have shown that just the smell of fresh coffee can boost brain activity? Yeah, it's that good. Sandy and I have teamed up with Old Smokes Coffee to make our own Trapping Ink coffee blend. Let me introduce you to Wolverine, an ultra dark roast coffee bean smoked over maple wood fires. 
This is the pure, uncut Trapper's Fuel that keeps us laughing and trapping all day long. If you'd like to try our special blend, you can find it at www.trappinginc.com forward slash shop. If dark roast isn't your thing, Old Smokes has five different coffee roasts from light to extra dark, each roasted over a different wood for a unique flavor. Right now, you can order from their online store and use our promo code RICH, that's R-I-C-H, and get 10% off your entire order. Just go to www.oldsmokescoffee.com. That's O-L-E, smokescoffee.com, and use the promo code RICH. That is promo code RICH for 10% off your entire order. And now let's get back to today's show. Yes. Do, do you, you don't use a lure or, or anything to draw? There's times, it, but I guess not to be smart, on, but if I feel like it, I'll, I'll put some or, you know, okay. want to... Uh, uh, you know, if it's a big tom coming through, I'll put some gland on the bottom and stuff uh, just to slow him down a bit. But nothing really, you know, I don't put any bait or or lure, but just the, the gland, bobcat gland. Okay, okay. Well, that's, uh, uh, mm-hmm. I, I've, never, I've never targeted uh, a cat on a blind set. Like, I mean, we... Mm-hmm. we do pens and you know they might oh, circle okay. circle the pen and that and then you'll have you know wherever he's going to walk you'll have snares we snare everything and okay. uh it's just it's just so 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 simple so um mm-hmm. but but he's being attracted to that pen by by a bait that's there right a, a lure uh, yeah it's uh it, it's interesting though that uh uh I, I'm still fascinated with with this rub set. So this must be alongside of a trail. There must be something that's bringing to this spot. Yes, like a, a, a cat toilet. Um, oh, they have know, toilets. The, yes, that's mm-hmm. oh. When you see one of those, your heart starts pounding. It, it, it gets exciting. They, it's like a a, a litter box. No you know, kidding. Uh, Yes, and you'll see little, you know, their their droppings stick out of the sand or yeah. dirt, and then they'll try to they'll bury it a little bit. Sometimes, sometimes they'll just you know just throw it all down. But usually, like uh, especially females, I've seen them cover it a lot, or okay. they try to cover it, but it's not. You'll you'll see it. Uh, but yeah, you get excited because you know you're gonna get action there because you know that's their. But that that happens so yeah, seldom here that you find that you find droppings from a from a lynx like i mean just so seldom so you <laughs> another one of another one of those habits my wife is so proud that i have but every time i see a turd i pick it up and put it in a bag <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have, I have my pockets here but even my best i'll put them right here oh man that's the i think that's the funniest thing of a trapper even the the lady trappers, yeah. it, uh, you 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 collect them. <laughs> well, and it's funny because she set up her own little trap line where we're up on a registered trap line. And we, our cabin is on a lake, so she had been you know up for years. She walks up and down the lake with snowshoes and all that. This last mm-hmm. winter, she decided she'd set up a trap line. So she decided she'd set up a lynx pen, a cat pen. And she, she, uh, it's mostly like low willows there, muskeggy and that. But then there's, uh, you know, a patch of, of uh, evergreen spruce trees, right? So that's a, 
that's a, a you know like a calling card that's a a, a serious piece of uh, of structure so to speak and it attracts mm -hmm. animals and you've got those willows in that so there's lots of of rabbits and and and, and hair in that for the for the cats so she goes in there to find a a big spruce to set up under and, and underneath this one spruce there's there's some cat poop right <laughs> so she called it her kitty poop pen and she built a pen around it she got two links out of it this year really yeah. <laughs> oh man uh, that's great yeah, so I, I just say you gonna tease me about packing around turds yeah no. <laughs> i freaking <laughs> yeah but yeah it's it's funny how that it works out with trappers and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your coyotes must must be good coyotes there, huh? They're yes. maybe good western coyotes. Yeah. Yes, sir. They they're not as big, of course, as you know, the eastern. They're they're full blooded coyotes. Uh a lot of we get a lot of pale ones, which that's the money there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure, yeah. And yeah. The eastern coyotes are, are much bigger, but they're they're a lot coarser too. And you know, like um, we have beautiful coyotes here. I'm I'm just about too far north for the best. I am like I mean, the best are are probably eight ten hours south of me. You know, okay. down in down into like central Alberta and then over to Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan has the best coyotes in the world. Uh, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll say that. I mean, they just have those those light pale. You know, and you get a 28 pound female and that is the perfect, you know, she'll be just so beautiful. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. it, it's fascinating. So how how much do you trap during the, during the winter then? Like, I mean, it is uh, how long is your season? Uh, it starts coyote coyotes are year round. Uh, there's no really uh, date on that and skunks. Of course, we have skunks, but that, you know, um, but uh the season for fur bear season is November 1st through March 15th. The coyotes, their prime is November, December, and then they start getting a little rubbed in jack, but like a the average year, they yeah. get rubbed, you know, in uh in starting January and on. Uh yeah. cats usually I find the them start priming up around Thanksgiving weekend around there. And then all the way to February. Okay, That's, you you have a a pretty nice season though. It's it's pretty long. Yes. Yeah, we do. I mean, yeah, no, there's no quota or anything like that. Yeah, well, New Mexico isn't overly populated with people, is it? <laughs> not really. Not not too bad. <laughs> you get you yeah. get outside the cities and, and, and it empties out in a hurry. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how many how many uh cats or coyotes would you would you get in a, in a season i would say if i hit it hard a good season probably i usually go hit it hard for two weeks and take a week off hit it hard again two weeks after that um because we have a lot of terrain out to cover um so it gets pretty crazy if you go full, you know yeah, for a while yeah. but uh but uh probably i would say a good season mm, probably 30 to 40 coyotes and seven to ten cats wow that's it's, really that, that that's a good yeah. good year 
I don't, yeah, I don't care what anybody says. I mean, I know, I know, uh, I know people talk big numbers and that, but I mean, that's, that, that's a good solid. Uh, I, yeah. If I hit it real hard, I could, you know, have probably, you know, long line it. Of course it'll grow up, but go up, but I'm not really uh, numbers. I just go out and love it. You know, I, yeah. it just, I don't really, I don't, I just do it for the love of trapping, not really for the cost or, or, or how many I could get or what I, you know, I love the challenges of a educated coyote, you know, more than trapping three of them. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather go after that one educated one or, you know, and get him. That's more of success than getting five I'm, in one day or such, you know, I, I I'm, I'm like you. Um, I mean, I, I, I do long line and, and I do, I do, mm whack a lot of animals in a year but i live for those aha moments you know what i mean when you yes. have that difficult one or whether it's a beaver or whatever it is and then when you finally light goes off in your head you go aha and you, and you get them and it works you know what i mean yes That's, exactly I, I i live for those i don't have a, a, enough of those in my own life but i've talked with people like you know, every trapper has their, their animal, it seems. And I've talked with some great wolfers and I've talked with guys that, that knew Wolverine inside and out, you know, just people that th those are their animals and they have these, you know, they look, they, they seem to be able to communicate with that animal and they can, they can look at it and they can see what needs to be done. And as soon as they explain what needs to be done, it's like, boom, I'm there. And, and I know exactly that, that they're right. I just have that the trouble making that leap myself you know what i mean <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> i was talking with uh i was talking with a guy last night from minnesota and and uh and he's like really into beaver and we got talking on and on about beaver and, and he brought up a couple of problems and all that and he and i was saying how i'd solved it and he he says well maybe your animal's a beaver and i says well thanks <laughs> <laughs> why couldn't it be something cool <laughs> yeah or something <laughs> <laughs> you, you dirt hole them yes that's the majority i like to do kind of like a step down set where and you know big hole big hole you're a big visuals. big hole guy yes yeah what's yes, how big's a big like, hole two inches uh is what six inch diameter so oh wow three to six inches that's what i like to do uh, there are, our, our country is just like spread out. So it's a lot of visual, you know, where they can yeah. see. So I like to put something attractive to them. The, um, I've used like cow bones and leg bones and stuff, and they're just seem skittish of that. So a big dirt hole, they, they it, it works best for me. How deep would you make that hole, Adrian? uh probably 10 to 12 inches not too deep okay and and then and then i throw stuff at, you know uh grass and stuff cover it up and stuff oh okay like you don't put like uh wool in it or, or something like that yeah yeah i'll put the the wool you know the just a little bit of wool throw it and then put cover it with grass oh okay okay and do you you have a favorite uh uh lure for that too or do you do you shake it up and move things around yeah, I uh, 
I usually just what I have like my own little group of lures and, and bait, and I'll just just uh, like my well, my favorite bait is the top dog predator bait, Charlie Mastic, who's a trapper. I don't know if you yes, I've met I've him. Had, I've had Charlie Charlie on the show. Yes, and and, and uh, yes, Jason. Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that that that's my favorite bait, man. It, that's that keeps them there. That keeps them working. And I'll always put that. And I'll usually put three sets within, you know, a location. And that's like one of my first time. I'll put that bait first, and then I'll do uh, more. I usually I'm not a person to keep record. I used to try, <laughs> forget. So I just I get to the truck and what did I use? Uh, Oh, <laughs> so I just gave up on that. I just have my lure, my bait, and I have, you know, I'll set it and whatever, whatever I, uh, cat, which one caught it and which lure and bait I used on that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, you know. So if you, you catch a coyote in a, in a set, do you reset right there or do you move it a little bit or what? Yeah, I'll preference? set right there. Yeah. If I can't find the 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 dirt hole or it just tore up, I'll usually get like a cow pie and get a, a stake with like a burlap wrapped around it, uh, nail it in and put the uh, cow pie on top or get a trash, you know, a bunch of sticks and stuff, make a, a trash set, set. Oh, that's interesting. But I'll always set right, you know, with there at that, you know, that area. Oh, if it's on a drag, I usually change the trap. I don't like to use because the animal will take your trap away from the set, and that trap smells, you know, like the animal. And I feel if you bury it at that site where there's hardly any smell of it, they're gonna smell it underneath the dirt. That's my my opinion. Hey, folks, Rich here with some exciting news from TrappingInc.com. We were listening when you said you wanted more clothing, and we heard you loud and clear. We've expanded our clothing line. More colors, men's, ladies, and children's sizes. More variety. Living off-grid gives more time for the creative juices to flow. New humorous observations are added weekly, as well as our classic Trapping Inc. logo. We have joined forces with Tee Public. You can find our Tee Public storefront from the store page on trappinginc.com. Just go to www.trappinginc.com forward slash shop. And just scroll down to find the link for our Trapping Inc. storefront. Or... You can go to tpublic.com and enter Trapping Inc. TV in the search bar at the top. Check it out. Big sales every month, and you can save up to 35%. Don't miss out. Get your favorite gear today. And now let's get back to today's show. You know, and and I have this theory. Like, I mean, I've watched a lot of the guys that that, that when they talk about their dirt holes and, and that kind of stuff and about how they're they're trying to hide their smell and and you know they they, do, they don't like it if, if it's tore up too much and everything and, and mm -hmm. for me it seems like the most active sets are active because they're active you know like you, you you'll just roll one one coyote or, or one lynx or or wolf after another after another it's like they're attracted to that to that attention uh, it could be just because i'm out in the wild and, and and you know they're they're not they're not as leery or whatever but it seems mm -hmm. like the more active that that uh that pan is uh, the more animals you catch it's a, yes mm -hmm. yeah i don't know uh some guys you know everybody has their own deal and uh i i think it's once you catch an animal there, they, you 
keep them coming. Yeah. The one, mm-hmm. the one thing that um, one fellow I, that I, uh, I did a show with and he uh, was a dirt holer and he would do like 100, 150 coyotes uh, in, in the month of November in, in uh, Alberta, which was pretty good accomplishment. He's south of here. So, I mean, he, he de- deals with frost a lot later than I do, but, but all the same, um, he said, the only, the only thing he did, he, he would set the dirt hole right there again. He says, but he would, then he'd use a different lure down, uh, down the dirt hole because what he had there previously was spread everywhere. Right. So he wanted to focus them again onto that, onto that dirt hole. So he'd use a different lure. And he was one of those guys who kept all the lists. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I said to him, I says, I said, I don't know if I could trap with you. You're way too organized. <laughs> yeah, that's how, that's how Charlie is. He's very, they yeah. write, they, 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 I guess they have good memories because you know, they'll write everything down and everything's it, it, it's, I guess you'd say professional that bad. You know, yeah, um, I, when you're picking a spot for for coyote, uh, is it just on a trail, you know, that, that that you find a spot you like there, or you must have ones that you use year after year. You have special ones. Do you, and do you know what makes them special? You know what I mean? There, uh, we use a lot of like uh, two-track roads where it wise off where washes lie off just everything i guess that come together trails cow trails uh pretty much that's what we look out for uh and set right on there you know where uh where there's crossings like you know like the two track roads come together uh crossroads cross uh creeks oh okay stuff like that i guess or like the the corner of a cliff where they ha- you know they have to go around and not you know if they're it's going a, from one side to the other to uh, the yeah. tree lines the pretty much you know just uh i guess kind of how would you say it kind of like everybody else but we're more open land you know yeah um I, I really like like those dominant trees. I don't know. I don't know if it, we have like a big open field and there'll be a tree right in the middle or a big rock right in the middle. Uh, right. Those are, those are little honey holes. Yeah. Places well, I like to set. That's that major feature. Like it was just like the patch of spruce alongside the lake where everything's willows you have a patch of spruce. Everything's going to go there. Right. And yes. you know, a couple squirrels live there. So they're all thinking that they may, maybe give me it's, squirrel for supper but what what are the situations that we get and I, and I do this uh, I will take in the foothold uh, uh, for uh, coyote most most often it's coyote that I get sometimes it's it's lynx but when you have uh, it snows and you get the road plowed and you see so you get these plow ridges right and that's always you know all all white and snow and that but every now and then there, there's going to be a dirt lump or something in that plow ridge and the sun will get on it, and it'll thaw it out, and it'll roll down, you know. And and uh, every coyote, every cat that comes down that trail is going to go pee on that. That's just as as good as good as your big tree out in the middle of nowhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I love looking because I got I got a half mile road on 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 my, my place here out to the main road, and I'll, I'll get a couple every winter on uh, just a, I know that dirt lump's going to produce because I watch I, I walk my own dogs. They they all walk over there and pee on it. You know what I mean? Yes. You know, just, just just because it it, it uh, you know the the dirt 
thaws out, you know, the, the, it attracts some warmth and, and that makes it one of those features, right? Mm-hmm. You uh, won an award in 2019. Yes, sir. The uh, Trapper of the Year West from the NTA. Oh, that's awesome. So, so yes, sir. <laughs> 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 I was I didn't expect it. It was pretty surprising and and just it was awesome. So that's uh, I I take it that's from accomplishment with as a trapper, but I, I imagine in today's world it's got a lot to do with with working to uh, to help uh, defend trapping, right? Yes, sir. Yes, that year we were uh, the legislation. We had a bunch of bill, a couple bills. To uh, stop trapping, and we, uh, I guess, worked hard to, to stop it from happening. Yeah, that in the, well, New Mexico, you, was, you had you. There was a vote up to to, to stop trapping, mm -hmm. wasn't there? Yes. This year we lost it. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get it back. We're, there's a lawsuit and stuff. So. Oh, you we'll really? See what you, happens? You you lost. Yes, the right by to trap? one vote on public land trapping on public land. Really? All trapping is yes. This is our last season that we'll have. How could uh, they do that? Uh, it, it's it's crazy. And by one vote, I think it was like thirty-three to thirty-four. Sorry, with the the the, the legislation voted. I was unaware of that. I was so unaware mm -hmm. of that. So, what's the reasoning for this? They were just uh, public safety was their argument. Uh, their pets getting caught in traps. They were, it was just lies after lies. Uh, if, if, if the people that followed it, you know, watching it on the, the Zoom meetings and stuff that they yeah. had, the sessions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they just lied through the whole deal. They cut us off. A lot of the, like even our president was talking and they, he, within seven seconds, they shut him off, you know, to, when he was uh, defending us and stuff when, on the public speaking. Yeah, you know, um, I don't know what your your trap laws are there. Like, I mean, we here in Canada, we have uh, our our footholds have to be um, offset and laminated or rubber jawed so that there's no damage done to the animal. <clears throat> I release my dog several times every winter. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, yes. I, the, the neighbor's lab, I, I, I could have put him on a board like 30 times in the last four years. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and there's yeah. nothing wrong with any of those dogs. So, I mean, it's. It's, it's yeah. I, uh, the ranchers, when I go to put uh, a uh, trap on, on private, I'll tell the ranchers, you know, the ranch hands and stuff that, okay, I'll, show them right away how to release a dog because your dog's going to get trapped yep you know there, yep. there's no doubt about it but it's not going to hurt him you know he's going to freak out a little bit because he's not used to it he, it's new to him uh and i'll teach i'll show him right away you know even the owners of the ranch i'll show them they it happens they nothing happens to the dog i'm i'm welcome to back the next year you know it's yeah. just they just you know they used that against us and you know it was a lot of politics involved and stuff you know um behind the scenes so to speak it's funny because i i just i, I don't understand some of this stuff like i mean 
in some cases, trappers are their own worst enemies, no question. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, we have so much social media in that. And one of the things that I'm constantly uh, getting, uh, you know, taken to task over is when people put up pictures of, you know, uh, of an animal that's in a trap and it's, or it's, or it's, uh, they have a video of it, it's howling and yelling and they're taking pictures of themselves with it and all that. I don't yeah. care what anybody does, but don't put it on facebook you know what i mean because then i gotta yes i gotta i gotta be the the sheriff there and, and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. right like i mean we, we're, we're not helping ourselves when we do that kind of stuff exactly it's it's neat to you know you're proud you're yeah. excited you want to show but you just have to do it the right way you know not i, I know and and the same person that gets upset about the fact that you didn't instantly dispatch it is then against snares, you know, where it's dispatched <laughs> right away. <laughs> oh, they're so cruel. <laughs> no, it's over in a hurry. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, and that's yeah. what a lot of them, a lot of them will say, well, why don't you go out there, uh, uh, you know, and sit all night on a, on a, in a trap. And uh, I go, well, give me a fur coat and I'll go lay in there. You yeah. know, it's it, they're If it's, you know, too cold for the animal, they're not going to be out. If the weather's too bad, they're not going to be out. Yeah. So you're not going to trap them. You know, they're out in the weather that they love to be out and they're comfortable. So that's when you trap them. You're not going to trap them when, you know, it's flooded or whatever they're going to be out uh hunting and that's when you're going to trap them when they're out in their own world absolutely and and see that's the thing though is is that we're in that situation where the disney effect right and yes the, the whole the whole thing that's going on there is they are assuming that because they would be uncomfortable so the animal's uncomfortable you know we have moose here and moose are made for the winter right now moose are miserable this is the worst time of the year for them, right? This is, it's hot and, 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 and there's flies and all that kind of stuff. You, you take a nice 30 below day out, uh, out, out in the wintertime and you'll, I'll be traveling along in my trap line. The one that one will stand up out of its bed. You know, they lay there, they lay on top of their feet. This they're That's what they're made for. You know, that's, that, yes. that, that's their whole world. So these people mm-hmm. with their, you know, their uh, it's being so hard on them. How many animals do you walk up on that are asleep? You know, they're, 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 they're in a foothold and they're asleep. Like, I mean, it, it happens all the time. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, it's just, I think to me, they're, once they start getting into it, being against, you know, fighting for animals, it's to them, it's not about the animal anymore. It's about winning the game. Because you cannot convince, it's a waste of your time to try to convince them that it's okay, you know, the animal's not as, you know, it's not as bad as you think and no, no, no. They don't want to hear it. They're no. in this game and they're in to win it and they're going to do it. They're going to win, and, you know, if they have to lie, whatever they have to do, money, they're going to win the game. And exactly it. And you mean, they, they, operate on emotion and you'll never win an argument with emotion using facts never yes you know because mm-hmm. people just don't want to hear it they, they will just shut down 
stick their fingers in their ears, la, 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 you know, they're, exactly. not, they're not listening. You know, like, I don't care if you're talking facts and, 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 and uh, you know, the truth to me and that I, it's not what I want, you know, I, mm -hmm. that's <laughs> yeah. They'll cut you off and just, yeah. 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 They, they, they can be as rude as they want, but, but uh, mm -hmm. you know, we can't be rude. Cause then, then they'll look at that awful trapper. Right. Yes. They'll use it against us. The, Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I try to tell that to people, you know, like that we can't, you know, because so many people, I mean, the, their first reaction is to be angry. And, you know, when, when, when you're angry, yes. you don't make the best decisions and you don't, uh, uh, don't always represent yourself the best either. It, it, it's not easy not to be angry. And I should yes. know. <laughs> yeah. I should know. <laughs> my wife often laughs and she said, you should be the most patient man on the earth because you've never used any in your whole life. You know, <laughs> so <laughs> 40 some years with a good woman, though, it's tamed me some. So I'm, I'm getting better at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or as my buddies say, well, you're pretty well broke to halter now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Hey folks, Rich from Trapping Inc. TV here, and it's no secret that I'm a big fan of coffee. Our friends at Old Smokes smoke roast their coffee beans over wood fires. You have no idea how good coffee can taste until it's smoked coffee. Did you know that studies have shown that just the smell of fresh coffee can boost brain activity? Yeah, it's that good. Sandy and I have teamed up with Old Smokes Coffee to make our own Trapping Inc. coffee blend. Let me introduce you to Wolverine, an ultra dark roast coffee bean smoked over maple wood fires. This is the pure, uncut trapper's fuel that keeps us laughing and trapping all day long. If you'd like to try our special blend, you can find it at www.trappinginc.com forward slash shop. If dark roast isn't your thing, Old Smokes has five different coffee roasts from light to extra dark, each roasted over a different wood for a unique flavor. Right now, you can order from their online store and use our promo code RICH, that's R-I-C-H, and get 10% off your entire order. Just go to www.oldsmokescoffee.com. That's O-L-E, smokescoffee.com, and use the promo code RICH. That is promo code RICH for 10% off your entire order. And now let's get back to today's show. You, though, are known for something more than being a trapper. You're known for yes, your... Sir. You're known for your art. Yes. Talk and to me about Birdie's your art. Proud. How, how did it start? Well, I started well, since I was a kid. I loved to draw. Me and a friend I grew up with. Uh, we every time, every night, like I would sleep over his house, sleep over my house, we'd draw. And it just we kept growing, you know, doing that. Uh, and then I kind of, we, through high school, we veered away, uh, parted, I guess, and I kind of lost it. I didn't, wasn't into drawing anymore. And when I had my, my boys, well, I have three boys and one daughter. My daughter's the youngest. And when they were little, I started drawing for them. And I would give the drawings to my mom. She would make copies and, and uh, make kind of like, put coloring books together for them so they they uh would do that so then i just started getting better and better and uh i started going you know i was able to buy the right pencils and stuff so 
it was probably I don't know what year, but I want I was interested in oil painting, and my younger sister Roxanne, she, uh, well, she ended up getting cancer, and she was always pushing me to do oil painting. And her, her, and like my mom, they were all they were like into my art like crazy. They were my biggest fans. It was awesome, and she kept pushing me and I never I was too afraid of the of the media and she ended up the last Christmas she was with us she bought me a, a, a oil painting kit and so I got that and I just put it to the side so you know she I guess she passed what three months after that and about probably six to eight months later I came across it and I said I'm gonna I'm gonna do it for her I felt you know so I started and man it was they were some ugly pains <laughs> so I just kept on and on and I went to workshops I just was so determined to to do it and uh so I just started going to workshops and started getting better and better and finally I I hit it and got it your eye so, as an outdoorsman though really shows through in your work because you you it's something you've seen right i mean it, it, you're recording it just like a like a photograph you know with the yes. detail and and the uh, the animal the 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 postures of the animals and i like that um there are people who are technically really really good artists that but they will do something and and it doesn't have the life that your work has because they've never Thank seen you. it right they, they, mm -hmm. they, they haven't experienced it, but you, yes. uh, you're, so you're, you're drawing was your first, like that was your first love. And, and, and now you, you, I saw you, uh, you did a one of, uh, an old fellow with traps that you're, it's going to be, uh, old fellow. He's got a vest Which one? on what, uh, it, it was, um, old fellow with a hat and a, and a vest and a trap. Oh, Gary Jepson. Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes. I love that one. That, 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 thank that, you. Yes. That. And that was uh, a lot of people say that faces and hands are hard to do. I guess God gifted me with, I, it, those seem more easier than animals to me is the human face and, and, and hands and stuff. So yeah, I'm gonna. Okay. Matter of fact, I'm gonna go. Uh, we talked about it at the the nationals. I uh, talked to him with it, and I'm gonna. I don't know if you've seen him, seen his uh, DVDs or anything. He he runs a trap line off the of horseback. Oh, cool! So I'm going this winter. Hopefully this winter, and gonna follow him on horseback and do you know just take pictures through the whole bit and just tag along and i'm i'm excited oh yeah he, he, what i love what he does is he'll take a pack horse and load all his coyotes on back of it and oh. that's something a scene yeah it's cool yeah. that's a scene i want to get is him packing out coyotes on his pack horse you know so that's, that's what you do is you is you you work from photography you, yes that's okay Okay. Pretty much all I do some, you know, freehand off 
whatever, but that's my most of them is just from uh, photographs. Okay, cool. cool. I'll put photogra- a lot of uh, photographs together to make, you know, the scene, a lot of different animals, whatever it takes to, but to put them. The ability to capture an animal using whether it's paint or a pencil or anything else. I mean, there are animals that are the toughest and, the, and they've got to be the canines and the, and the cats, right? And it's like taxidermy. You know, like those, those, yes. those are the animals that are toughest for a taxidermist to do. And people say, I don't know why it is. Well, I said, because you, you look at one every day and they, they look at you. And I said, well, your house cat, your your dog, those are those are felines and, and, and canines. You So you know when, what, what a natural look is is on one of their faces or, or you know, a pose or whatever. And I said, you, you project that out on that taxidermy or or on your art. Oh, so that's yes, why it's on the canvas yeah yeah and that that's why they, they are so difficult is because everybody knows what it looks like you can have you know the nicest white-tailed deer or mule deer or elk or whatever and somebody can do a mount of it nobody really knows you know unless unless that happens to be your animal and you're, you're good with it with it you can tell whether it's a good job or not For most people they see the horns you know and it's got two eyes and two ears and you know that's that's all they know about it you know it's very different than than with you know <laughs> you see some really ugly taxidermy when it comes to, <laughs> yes, especially yes. to bobcats. <laughs> yes. No, it, it, <laughs> poor guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think the number one thing, and that's one of the things I start off with, uh, are the eyes. Yes. If you don't get the eyes right, no matter what you do, it, it won't look right. No matter, you know. And it's especially with a painting. I mean, it's similar with taxidermy, but you you can move around with that painting. That animal has to make contact with your eyes, right? You know, that, yes. that's what brings the life to the life to it. Is that when you walk up, that you're connecting with that animal, and exactly, <laughs> mm-hmm. it has to have it has to have a story. That yeah. when you look yeah. at a painting, it has to have a story. That's that's the way I I put my art out yeah um so you know you could put just oh go ahead no go ahead oh no you could just put a uh a face of an animal or a human and it has to have an expression or else it's just a boring picture yep yep yeah i I have a piece of taxidermy and it's a lynx stretched out leaping and it's and it's grasping a, a grouse with the paw right and the grouse is trying to take off and and the the uh, taxidermist put an eye roll on the grouse's eyes. So the grouse is looking backwards at this lynx that's grabbing a hold of it. Well, that it just explodes to life. When you see the eye roll on the on the bird and, and you know, and the, and the cat is fixated on it. I mean, it's just boom. It, you know, the whole story there, the life is there, right? Exactly. Yes. You know, it, it, that's that's that makes that that story you're talking about. What has been your hardest thing to capture have you had um, one that sticks out of uh artwork or trapping or artwork mean, yeah artwork i would say clouds is one of my hardest things to get uh on animals hmm, i haven't really what have been 
I'm not sure. I've been doing good. Cats are probably my best. Uh, matter of fact, even John Daniel, uh, NPA president, he, he, he made that comment that cats, he, he, I have a thing for the cats. It's okay. the cats. Um, but I don't know if I've ever had any animal yet uh, that I couldn't do, accomplish what I wanted, I guess. Okay. Um, I know there's going to be one sooner or later, but not. I haven't got to there yet. You know, you're talking um, about clouds and... and, and yes, what, clouds what they... to get the, the distance... I don't know. I'm just, my wife says, oh, there, that's good. That's good. But I, to me, I just can't get it. And I end up getting it, but it's, it's from, it's the first thing I start on a painting when I'm doing clouds and it ends up being the last bit to fit complete on it. It's just, I don't know. It's just, I can't get it. I, I watch YouTube videos, uh, talk to friends and how they do it. And I just, that that's, have, have you ever been in the Arctic? No, not yet. Get up, I hope I have Get up in the barren grounds and the clouds up there are the most unique clouds you'll ever see. And they're, they're just like these long stringy bands and, and they, they start out like a cartoon cloud, like this little, little bump, 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 bump. And, and they're pretty much flat across the bottom. And it's got to do with your, the, you know, the, the uh, vortex of the winds and that up there, but to try and capture that, like, I mean, I have pictures that I can look at of it, and and yet I can't even. There's a couple of times that I've I've wanted to, you know, um, for a, a logo or something that I was doing on on internet, and I wanted those particular clouds because it's just it's just uh, they're so haunting to me for, for whatever reason. Yeah. Cannot yes. do it, and they look so simple. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I have a painting. Well, let me see if I find that painting. <laughs> Like this what I'm doing of uh of uh Bill Applegate. Can you see it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. yeah, see, and those clouds are horrible. I can't get them to where I want. I got down here real nice, but just all this is just my I can't get it. <laughs> Looks good to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I just to me, I to me when I do something. Uh, with painting, which I'm glad, I, I it has to. I have to be happy with it. I'm not gonna yeah. let it yeah. come leave out of this studio unless I'm. I'll buy it. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I, I understand that, and 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 it's funny because everybody that be listening to this will be saying, you know, like nobody even pays attention to clouds. So you know, why why is he having a hard time with them, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, it, it, well, I guess. That's like it, it. Uh, I don't know. It's it's one of the things I love to see in in paintings of clouds too. You yeah. know, from other artists, just yeah, the, the storms or you know the the depth. Yeah, the details, like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Have you uh you you've won some awards? You've you've made some um, uh, magazine covers, I believe, with 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 your stuff. Um. Not yet. I don't know. Well, I've been in the uh, with uh, the Fur Bears Unlimited. I'm the, okay. the featured artist, and I do the Prince of the Year with them. I've done three so far, and I have two more to go. Uh, I have some good ideas that I'm – I don't know if 
I'm allowed to say it or that, but <laughs> what I'm gonna do. <laughs> but yeah, they're. Uh, I'm excited about the next two that I'm doing. Well, that's uh, cool. Yeah, it's it's it, it 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 was it's neat. It's just it's a dream come true, so oh. to speak. So is is oil your thing now? Like, I mean, I I've I've seen your pencil sketches. That I mean, those are phenomenal. But I, I mean, is Thank oil you. oil? Yeah, that's my favorite thing to do. I I love it. It's, okay. it's like therapy. It's just yeah, it's just mm-hmm. yeah. I, also, I, I'm, go ahead. I I know a, a couple of artists uh, up here that. Uh, uh, they're wildlife artists, and, and I mean, they 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 love the doing the oil work too, right? And uh, I just I don't know. I I'm I'm, I'm different. Uh, I'm different than that. I, I love the pencil sketches. Like mm-hmm. to me, a black and white pencil sketch is is more real than than, than an oil painting. I just I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, just just the way way my brain works. You know what I mean? Uh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's different, and just. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I, I, I love pencil, but oil. I think the most thing I like about oil painting is you could mess up and you could fix it. It could like like those clouds I just showed you probably have like ten coats of, of paint <laughs> under them, <laughs> and you'll never know. You know, with the drawing, you only the 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 paper only has so much uh, tooth to it. And if you erase too many times, it, it's ruined. That right. that paper, that area, whatever, it's ruined. You can't anything. It, it won't grab the graphite as easy or the charcoal. So you only have so many tries. Which oil, like I say, it's. You'd think it would uh, be the other way, wouldn't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you must have a, a website. People can come look at your stuff. Yes, I have uh, one. It's uh, aromeroart.com, and it has most of my artwork. I still have to update it. I think I have a Pine Martin I did that I have to put, and a couple other ones. Um, and I also do apparel now, also. I, I put my artwork on, on, on clothes, some apparel. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah, that's, that's I've been good. doing that. That's going good for you? So, yes it's been awesome i've been last year i started full-time doing my own printing my own stuff uh putting it on the clothes myself and this year i've done great it's been awesome it's it's a lot more a lot more hours but now i don't have to go drive into town you know because i used to do flooring and i used to have to go back and forth to albuquerque live 70 miles from there and i'd have to wake up Four in the morning, go work, come back every day, you know, weekdays and stuff. But now I just walk probably a hundred yards from the front door to my studio here. <laughs> so. <laughs> so you do your own silk screening then? Yes, sir. Yes. Oh, that's cool. We could talk about that for an hour. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. I, it's, and that's where I, I'm proud to say i put my heart and soul into that stuff too so it's quality you know it's quality and stuff well that's cool that's cool but we we have talked for an hour and i have oh i have thunder and lightning happening out here so i'm i'm probably going to lose my internet pretty quick oh okay 
So uh, right. I appreciate uh, you taking the time, Adrian. This has yes, been uh, this Thank has you. been awesome. We'll, we'll do it again. I, 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 okay. I got I to gotta come see you sometime. I got, New yes, Mexico is one of those awesome. places that that uh, is calling to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're always welcome. That would be great. <laughs> Appreciate that. And, and, and thank you for taking the time. Yes, sir. Thank you for this opportunity. It's great. And everybody fi finds you at aromero.com? aromeroart.com. aromeroart.com. Okay. Yeah. And your my apparel is, my apparel is uh, trapheads.com. Trap heads. Yes. Heads is spelled H-E-D-Z. Okay. Com. And yeah. your, your trapper, Adrian, out on Facebook. Yes, sir. Yes. Okay. Look him up, people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going uh, to get out of here before uh, before I lose everything well, and, uh, and can't finish this off. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's been an awesome time. I hope everybody out there has as much fun as we've had. And maybe we'll see you down the road.